and welcome to the next episode of the Psych Movie Minute podcast, episode number 44. I'm one of your hosts, Joshua Blum, and I'm a child and adult psychiatrist, and this is a movie about mental health and movies, uh, as you might, might have guessed from the title. We've been at it for a while at this point, and we're going through one minute at a time, the 2017 movie, The Year of Spectacular Men, which is available streaming on a number of different platforms like Hulu and um, YouTube and on free ones like Tubi. And it is a story about a young woman who is trying to figure out her next step in life. She's a recent college graduate and she's learning about herself and her where she fits into her family and her world, as the title suggests, at least partially through a number of relationships. And so one of the relationships today is with a drummer. His name is Logan. Uh, And it's a chance for us to talk a little bit about dating, but specifically about interracial dating. So Izzy is of Caucasian race and Logan is black. And so we're going to be talking a little bit about that today because it's one of those things that comes up here and there but typically does not necessarily get a ton of press I think Uh, specifically some of the issues that come up I think if you would like to follow along with this uh, you can actually watch at the same time so I thought we'd watch the episode first and then we'll talk a little bit about it and as you might guess this is um, you know we talk we cover a different sort of mental health topic every episode and we, the last particular episode, we talked a little bit about how race is portrayed in the media, which is, can be sometimes problematic. Um, and so this is another opportunity to talk about that. But it's, a, it's often the topics are fairly general. They're not necessarily meant as advice or anything like that. It's just an opportunity to kind of see how, you know, people that work in mental health uh, think about some of these different things. And because it's often... Mental health is a weird thing where it gets talked about, sometimes behind closed doors or in in hushed tones, but often we're affected by it in various ways. The past several years, uh, for example, like with the pandemic, have been particularly poor for mental health, although at least in the U.S., the issues were around mental health were increasing uh, sort of across the board, across most age groups. So the pandemic kind of just hastened things or brought out stuff that was already there. Uh, But... uh, there's often a lot of mystery about what exactly happens when it comes to mental health, and uh, it doesn't have to be. It's not rocket sciences, you know, science, and, and we're not rocket scientists. That's part of the point of this show is to demystify uh, that, you know, sort of what we do and uh, the process of that, especially if you're someone that works with folks where their mental health may come into play. And that is a whole host of things. If you're a parent, if you're a teacher, Maybe you work in another field of medicine. Uh, So anyway, let's go ahead and watch the episode. Or watch the minute in this next episode. She loved my swag. (laughs) August, gross. When did that happen? m and You must really like me. You know it, and I just got a tour. What? Whoa! Yes. Oh my god, are you so um, excited? Yeah, definitely. Really excited. Yeah. That's, um, how long is it? Three and a half months. I mean, I leave August, like, August 30th. 
Wow, that's um. She's not back yet. We're right still right on a press tour. Oh, oh shit! God. I could have got Charlie's that bait today. Little Jackson. So, what happened there was that she and Logan were eating breakfast, and uh, he made her a chocolate chip pancake, uh, but also told her he's a musician, so he told her he's going to be leaving on tour for the next several months. Uh, their relationship is fairly new. Um, they've probably been together by this point, maybe just a couple of weeks, I think. Uh, and so that uh, comes as a bit of a shock to her. There wasn't any speaking there because um, there wasn't any speaking. <laughs> she was just sort of taking that in and kind of uh, looking away. And um, you kind of got the sense that uh, this is something maybe Logan knew about for a little while and wasn't quite sure how to uh, bring up uh, in this and how it would go. Uh, so she likes M&Ms. That's, that's part of the thing. So he made her, made her breakfast. Uh, it's a nice little moment of, uh, well, had that not necessarily been the, the, the news and so forth and how it was taken, um, sort of an in interesting little intimate moment in a couple's relationship where they're trying to work through, they're just, you know, having breakfast together. Um, they're discussing things and, you know, inherent in that is discussion about their future together. Because what does that mean, right? You know, if he leaves for several months, what does that mean for their relationship? No, no, no. It's not something they've discussed yet. It may not be something that uh, feels like it's appropriate to discuss very early on in the relationship. Um, it's not really discussed as a thing in this movie, the interracial part of it, which is nice, I think, in, the way, in a way, because it just gets treated like any other relationship, which is what it is. Sometimes when movies or books or whatever talk about this sort of thing, they make a big deal out of the fact that there's a there's a difference in the in the in the two backgrounds, which there may very well not be, but it often gets seen as a th as a thing sometimes. As we talked about last time, you know, just because someone looks a certain way or is from a particular group, doesn't necessarily mean anything other than that's the way they look uh, outwardly. And so, there's a lot of heterogeneity within all groups, and particularly when it comes to race, which is largely based on appearance and social stuff. Not 100%, uh, but in large large part, it is very fuzzy and very hard to define. And so you can't necessarily tell just by looking at somebody. In addition, when it comes to mixed race type of uh, situations, someone may look a particular way, but then they actually identify in many different ways. And so I think for, in particular for folks that have more than one racial background, and that may also include more than one, well, uh, uh, you know, uh, several different ethnicities that check multiple boxes. Someone have, may for example have, uh, you know, let's just say their part of their family is from Europe, and then you know, there's another part of their family that's from Asia or Africa or South America, right? So they may have multiple things in there. They're, they're Peruvian and Japanese. So, you know, that they would be, you know, 
Latin or Hispanic and then also Asian or are they, they one or the other or, you know, are they both? It really depends on how the person identifies with themselves, I think, right? And then I think also for um, folks who are, for the, for, let's just say for the going back a little bit, for the parents of those, of those children, um, how would that, how would that go? So like in the case of, let's just say Izzy and Logan had a child together. They did not, uh, well, at least we know of at this point, they uh, had sex safely with a condom. Doesn't necessarily mean you won't have a kid. They demonstrated, uh, uh, at least, at least, uh, at least they used, they used some semblance of protection, at least one of their encounters on screen, right? And so, but let's just say they did. Let's just say they, it was a long-term kind of thing and they had a child. Or even if they didn't, even if it was like a, say, say like a, like a short-term kind of thing and, and the relationship dissolved, but they had a child out of it. And so, you know, what, what does that, what does that mean, you know, for each of them? Would there be issues that come up, you know, with the different backgrounds? Um, so I think that's often a question that sometimes people are not necessarily always very, they don't know, really know how to bring it up. Like in the case of like Logan, not necessarily wanting to disrupt things with discussion about, hey, I'm going to be leaving for a couple months. People sometimes feel uncomfortable discussing issues of race and sometimes ethnicity as well with their partners, even if they know them particularly well. Uh, I, I think the ethnicity one is a little bit easier, I think, because people sort of, they may have grown up knowing that like, hey, there's differences between different countries. You know, we, we watch the Olympics and stuff like that. We, we know countries are different. They may have different languages, different foods, different whatever. And, and all that kind of stuff is understanding like, okay, you go to a different country, you have different practices. But with race, I think people are a little bit more hesitant. I mean, often there's like a, a lot of like history there. There can be issues uh, related to difficult things to discuss like slavery and so forth like that, genocide. It starts to get blurred sometimes when the, the race and ethnicity, there's not necessarily a, a clear, easy distinction between them and um, so I'll give you an example, like, for example, many parts of Asia uh, and Africa, there's, there's many different countries and essentially different, like, groups of people, like, that now became, like, modern-day countries, right? Um, but historically, they may not have all gotten along. Now, an outsider may look at that and say, like, well, everybody all kind of look the same. Um, but within the groups themselves, they're like, well, these are actually very different. We actually have very different things. And so it can get complicated in those regards. And, and someone from the outside may not necessarily be able to see um, those individual differences. And, and because of that, sometimes people are aware of that. They may be hesitant to bring it up. People may be hesitant, you know, for, you know, for if someone looks like they're from uh, East Asia, for they may be hesitant to say, like, well, which, which country are you from? You know, not wanting to say, like, well, what kind of Asian are you? You know, because that sort of sounds a bit crude. Or they may not necessarily want to play the guessing game. You know, or like, you know, are you of some kind of uh, non-white kind of descent? You know, that sort of thing. I, I will say, you know, part of my family, uh, half, of, half of my family is uh, from, from Asia. And so from often what they will say is that, a lot of Westerners, which is typically what they call people who are, you know, non-Asian, I guess, essentially all look kind of similar. You know, they, they have, we learn kind of those differences uh, that were, our brains are kind of signaling, you know, uh, set up to um, pick up those differences that we're used to seeing. But, you know, for stuff that we're not necessarily used to seeing, it, we're, we're not really as good there. So it's kind of the reverse kind of thing. I think when it comes to interracial 
uh, partnerships. I think it goes back to like any kind of partnership. I mean, it often goes back to issues about communication and discussing what's important to you. I think there's sometimes the implicit understanding that if someone is your partner, then they'll automatically understand what you have to say without you needing to communicate it, and that's just not true. You know, so many uh, issues that come up in relationships often come up because there's this implicit hope or wish that, you know, if you love somebody, you just, you don't, there's no need for words. And sometimes that's true. A lot of times, I mean, you still need to communicate. I've heard it said, I don't remember who said this, but almost all of our communication is essentially deflecting miscommunication in some way. In other words, like when we speak, there's a high likelihood that we will be misunderstood. And then a lot of our communication is non-verbal in various ways, right? And so uh, the intonation, the um, body language, all these other things like that are really important and which is why the actual syntax of what we're saying sometimes can be misleading sometimes can be overridden by the, the other stuff, the nonverbal body language and intonation and so forth. The, the things that we typically call, in psychiatry, we typically call prosody, P-R-O-S-O-D-Y. And it's, um, if you ever listen to a computer reading something, and it just sounds a little bit off, that's because there's an absence of prosody. It's the emotional intonation of our speech. And Computer voices are getting better and better, um, but there, you can often tell there's still a little bit something missing. If you watch a young child read something, they will read in a very kind of staccato way. There's not a lot of inflection there. Bad acting, um, they're, they're, it, it, you know, you can kind of tell there's something a little bit off about it. It's because the prosody is off. And that sort of, that stuff is hard to quantify. It's hard to describe, but it's responsible for a lot of the meaning that we take out of things. And so when people are from, for example, from different cultures and so forth, obviously there may be differences there. You know, the amount of eye contact they use, all these, all these things may be different. But I think we're, what we're getting at is like communication in some way is fraught with the potential for misunderstanding. And so when there's, I would say, potential schisms, like when people come from different backgrounds and they're raised with different customs and stuff like that, regardless of whether it's a country thing or a, a sort of, they're just a member of a larger group. And that's typically what we end up thinking about when it comes to race. They're just a larger group that has may have some similar practices. That can, um, you know, that can create some issues in, in terms of potential uh, miscommunication. You know, one of the things that we typically do is that um, we tend to stereotype. We tend to make assumptions because it saves us time. For example, do we, if we see someone who is, let's say they're from Latin America, right? There's a lot of countries there. Most of them speak Spanish. They may also speak, you know, English and Portuguese and things like that. But there's some native, native Indian uh, tongues in there. I mean, a lot of stuff, right? They, while they may have some similarities across across the span, um, so you're like, well, this is a this is a, a Latin thing, or this is like, you know, whatever, a Spanish thing. This, but you know, they're going to have individual differences based on the country they were from. That's one possibility. And also the individual family. So every family has their own culture. You know, you think about it in the U.S., this is a perfect example of this because there's multiple different ethnicities, multiple different racial people of different racial backgrounds that are all together. And so is there an American view? Is there, an, is there even like an American cuisine? I mean, there's some general characteristics of things Americans might do, but 
many people don't fit that. And it's the exact same thing. So you can see how crude the idea of racial categorization really is. And so when we lean too heavily into that, assuming that, well, you're of this particular group, therefore you must think this way or do this, that can create some issues in, uh, in all things, but particularly in, in, um, in relationships, you know, especially when it comes to things that are potentially important uh, that a lot of couples typically do together. So things like birthdays, holidays, um, family stuff. Uh, when it comes to children, there's a whole host of those things, right? When it comes to religion, oh my God. So there's a lot of those areas which are fraught with potential for misunderstanding where one person may, or both, may feel misunderstood, awkward, whatever. If there's a lot of history there, you know, that someone, the other particular, the other party does not understand, then that also, that, that, that uh, may create barriers as well, you know? If someone has no understanding of that history, but one party does, the other person may feel like, well, I don't want to feel like I have to constantly educate this person, you know, get up to speed. But on the other hand, you don't know what you don't know, right? You can only do the best with what you have. And so if, if someone doesn't know, it's not really fair to hold them accountable for what they don't understand. Now, on the other hand, if someone is unwilling to learn and is unwilling to make some accommodations for other people doing things differently, I think that there, that can create some issues. And so, you know, at the end of the day, we all, we all want to be right. We all want things to be easy when it comes to this and not necessarily having to have to explain ourselves. But in reality, like I said, mis miscommunication is probably more common than actual communication. So I would say when it comes to interracial dating, I think those are things that will come up a lot. Communication is so important and understanding is so important. And it's, it's just really important, I think, to remember that um, other people cannot read your mind. If you go back to the particular scene there, there was no spoken dialogue because the characters were not actually looking at each other. But you, can, you may be able to imagine what Izzy might be thinking and what Logan is thinking and what, what it, it would have been nice, I think, uh, in, in an ideal situation for them to be able to communicate those differences, right? Izzy's thinking about, oh, like, what's going to happen now? And Logan's thinking about, okay, I'm, I agree to this, you know, this tour. I'm excited about that. What does that mean? Maybe less enthused about this burgeoning relationship than I should be, or, you know, Izzy thinks I am, or, you know, maybe he's, I, we don't know. We have no idea. So we're going to find out in the, in the next couple of minutes, actually, in the next couple of episodes. But, and I think the fact they didn't show that um, just goes to show that uh, those are things that are difficult to discuss in relationships. So I, I think it's, it's, it's nice that they didn't, there wasn't necessarily an easy wrap up, you know, to that. So that's not rocket scientist, I know, you know, when it comes to communication, but it is one of those things. It's one of those things that's simple, but not easy. If you like more episodes like this and to kind of like food for thought kind of things when it comes to mental health, look for us on uh, wherever you listen to podcasts in the Psych Movie Minute. You can find 40-some episodes about that, and we're also um, on social media as well, Twitter and Instagram. I will talk to you guys uh, next time. Thank you for listening, and stay well.